What up, what up, what up? Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. Say, say, say. Sitting there like, uh, I can't I can't hear anything. It's so weird because I'm used to the headphones and now I didn't hear the intro music and just hearing you do what up with no music is weird. Well, I mean, you could have plugged the headphones in and then you can control the audio through the mic of what you can hear through the headphones, but... Well, I didn't know that. that. It's a learning curve, okay. you know? What is going on, everyone? So you're probably hearing a better sound quality than the last two episodes, at least I would hope. Mm-hmm. Um... We're using both our Yeti mics, the new ones that we, we both got. And, uh, yeah, I like it. It sounds it sounds great. Oh, it sounds amazing. So, man, before we get into everything, guys, I just want to say, if you're new to this podcast, what is going on? If you're returning, hey, how you doing? I hope everyone is having a great holiday as we cruise into Christmas and then into 2021 and hopefully not spending most of our life stuck in 2021 at home. With that being said, guys, I'm Shadell. I got so heavy. <laughs> Co-host of Page and the Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife. Lauren. So we were talking about this uh, earlier this week about like. Yeah, we're not we're not a big fan of how the podcast has changed into it being more coronavirus and election heavy and all, all that stuff over the last six months or so. So with this episode or with episodes going forward, we hope to uh, make that pivot and get back to like the normal stuff. I feel like, you know, May, June, July, like that was like kind of the turning point where it's just like, oh, it just the podcast was not the same. Yeah, um, I mean, really really since march i mean i feel like ever since it really the shutdown oh, yeah, true, started true. and then like we did some interviews with some friends which was a cool change i would be yeah. open to doing some more of those honestly um but yeah it was just, yeah. it's been a lot this year yeah it's just it's tough finding content during the pandemic and now that things are starting to you know hopefully go back to normal um yeah there's things to now talk about that we yeah. are actually interested in. And I think by the time mid-2021 comes, it's seeming like it's really going to be starting to live again. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. With that being said, we're going to kick it off here. And I want to talk about this news about Elliot Page coming out as transgender. I'm sure you've heard about this. Yes. I'm uh, the one who brought it up to you. I'm the one who brought it up to you. What? Exactly. Um, so here's a, here's a quote from something she said, he said, sorry, oh man, I'm already messing up. Um, he said, I love that I am trans and I love that I am queer and the more I hold myself close and fully embrace who I am, the more I dream, the more my heart grows and the more I thrive to all trans people who deal with harassment, self-loathing, abuse, and the threat of violence every day. I see you. I love you. And I will do everything I can to change this world for the better. Elliot Page. Um, and this was, this is big news. Um, of course, cause no one. Well, uh, it came out of it. nowhere. Yeah. And I feel like when you, when you told me this, I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> like for, for us, for like people will, like me and you that like we don't look at people in any type of light if they're like whether they want to be trans gay lesbian whatever you want to be it's cool but i guess to like people that don't agree it's kind of like oh man like they don't 
yeah, they don't they don't like it. And I really don't understand that. We say this all the time. Like, I don't get how it impacts your life. It really doesn't. Um, it doesn't. Yeah. Literally. Like, I have friends uh, from all different backgrounds. And it's like, I, what does that do for me? Like, if anything, I, I love seeing them, you know, happy and, and living their best life. But it's like, you're living your life. Mm-hmm. I'm still over here living my life. Yeah. Like, your day-to-day in seeking your truth, living your truth, whatever that may be, it doesn't have an impact on what my day to day is going to be. And, you know, uh, you know, our marriage and, and my career and everything like it just, I never understood that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm cool with it. Like, because also it's, it's the rule that we were always taught is put, put, someone else's experience in your shoes um or live in their shoes or however it's said um and think about that it's like would you want to be oppressed would you want to be unhappy 24 7 because you feel like you always have to put on this mask and you can't be who you are Mm -hmm. i mean that just sounds terrible i I luckily i luckily have never had to live that life in that way yeah um yeah and it's I just can't imagine. So it is hard and it takes people a really long time to be able to announce this, to be able to come to terms with it and to be able to be brave enough because they, the sad fact is they know that backlash is coming. You know, what's interesting um, because of course everyone, whenever actors and stuff like that, like news like this, that's kind of, that I would say is life changing. People kind of look at your, your movies and stuff that you're in currently and they're like, Oh, what are they going to do with this? Like, while looking at Black Panther, like, oh, what are they going to do with, you know, that uh, part two? Um, and since Elliot Page, he's in uh, Umbrella Academy, like, how that's going to happen? Well, that's what I was curious about. But honestly, like I was telling you, I feel like Umbrella Academy is a perfect show for this to happen because they do seem diverse and inclusive. They, it was never a problem, whatever your sexual orientation was uh whatever your race was all those things you know what's interesting it's so interesting so if you with this news if you go back and watch umbrella academy la page never like wore uh i guess feminine clothing i guess you would say like i was looking back at like a lot of the scenes that he's in and like yeah like it's not it's kind of like your normal like kind of it's more made for like guy clothing I would and say. now that kind of makes you wonder was that intentional or was like, that how they cast him because I, I i wonder now like okay here goes i'm not sure if you remember this part here but i i vaguely remember it like the it was season one the at the end this is a spoiler for everyone that hasn't seen this just a heads up fast forward a little bit there he was wearing uh it was like he's playing the violin or whatever it was the yeah. instrument Yep. And I'm pretty sure he's wearing like an all white like suit. Yeah. Yep. I and normally, that. if you're the woman in the show, you're playing, you're wearing like a dress or something, something else other than that. And like even uh, season two, it was a lot more of like uh, flannels, uh, button up shirts, stuff like that. So I'm like, maybe I assume people around him already knew this, and it's just okay. Let me put it out publicly. It's kind of what I'm getting. Also, so update, because I thought I I remember this from the announcement. 
The pronouns are he, they. So I'm assuming we're actually supposed to say they or them. I mean, you also said he. Well, that's, yeah. So then I thought of it. I was like, <laughs> I, I, well, no. You said he, they. He, they. So wouldn't that mean? That would mean he or they. But wouldn't him I mean, I feel like be that would... them? Huh. Am I just overthinking this? I think you are. So, oh, that means both are acceptable. Yeah. Okay, I thought... Like, don't I'm say she, don't... No, I know. I'm trying to think in the plural... Never mind. I was totally, like, going somewhere else I'm like, that. yeah. Like, I, I feel like it's pretty obvious after he made the announcement, like... Yeah. Never mind. Um... Yeah, I'm as as I'm sure we all are because I'm pretty sure Umbrella Academy they they announced they're doing another season. Of course, they haven't filmed it, so I'm kind of curious to see how this uh plays yeah. into it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, as I said, I I'm pretty confident about it. I feel like they'd actually that's the show to do it. Oh man. I think it would be pretty easy to to go along with that. I I think they'll they'll make it seamless you know i was thinking it's so crazy when you think about it like shows and, and movies back you know 10 20 30 years ago were so like like this would never happen 20 30 years ago oh yeah and like you go you go on netflix now and you see a variety of shows and movies and stuff like that that wouldn't happen back then it's just like we're talking about so many subjects that like they i feel like they didn't want to touch at the time i mean being gay was seen as a no-no yeah. 20, 30 years ago. Trans was not existent at that point. That was like I a... Mean... No, you know what I mean? Like, in if you want to talk about levels, I feel like it was... it was even more taboo. Yeah. Like... Yeah. It took... Again, how long did it take to legalize gay marriage by itself? And now we, you know, are trying to get over the hump of understanding... That trans people are people too. Um, it's... I'm gonna lightly touch on this. So I, I, it, it's personal, but I'll say I'm sure a lot of us have had beef uh, during Thanksgiving with friends and family. Listening to my friends talk about how their family handles uh, this current climate and stuff like that, and how we're like trying to do better. And like we like, I don't know how I'm trying to say this. Like, why why is everyone that's older stuck in the past? All I'm gonna say is some people do not understand the logic between once you know better, do better. Yeah, and it, I, we were talking about this it's, earlier today, it's sad. where you were like, how your friends. I'm trying to touch them slightly because I'm not trying to put anyone out there. How they they like see you see how you your pet how your family has like treated you and they're not like able to they want the best parents essentially and then you're like oh shoot uh would i be the best parent for my kid knowing the the trauma and issues that i've like gone through type of thing is what like a lot of us are thinking we we had an episode about this uh maybe at the beginning of this year or maybe late last year i feel like mm -hmm. and it's so interesting like i, I really don't understand <laughs> Why it's us that are the ones like thinking about this now? Well, it's interesting because she was so she was basically saying that her and her, her fiance are most likely just never having kids. 
And of course, I don't care. That's cool. Like you do you. It do- again, it doesn't affect me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely not one of those women to be like you have to or any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she further went into s- explaining that yeah, she and him just both had parents that shouldn't have been parents, and I get it. And yeah. um, so it's just interesting to me because then I think about how it can go both ways because you have people like that who are would just rather steer clear of even like trying the parent you know parenting and 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 just think that it's not worth that because of their past then you have people like us who because of our past we want to be parents to again you know once you know better do better kind of thing and to undo the generational traumas and 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 move forward and be the parents we didn't have and i i think that that's it's very interesting that it just goes both ways and i don't i mean both are fine i it's totally cool i think in our shoes it's just making sure that we do a lot of work before the kids come because you're going out with the intention to do different than you were taught and Mm -hmm. that takes a lot of like relearning yeah and so yeah so that's just it's kind of heavier on on the people who want to have the kids yeah it makes you think about like okay cool If, if if everyone that's our age and younger and all that stuff is coming to this realization and hopefully either not having kids because they think it's the thing that or sorry then they're not they're having kids and being like oh this is what i should be doing like our parents and their parents and you know further down the roads have always done because they see it's like oh you're of this age you should be doing that and we're more like uh no we could be doing so many things with that you know with that money or whatever um yeah i don't know like it's it's like a turning point where hopefully, you know, maybe by the time we die, we can have some healthy adults that are being raised by, uh, you know, other healthy adults. And it's just, I don't know, hopefully it's a, a continuous thing down the road that, like, things change. I had a thought and then I just totally lost it. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I totally lost it. Okay. Well, it was, it's somewhere agreeing with what you're saying. All I gotta say, all in support of Elliot Page. Um, since you don't have a thought, I'm gonna jump to my next topic here. I mean, I did have a thought. We talked about it. You forgot it. Oh, oh, that thought. Yeah. Um, that too. I oh, I got it. I think our generation in general questions more than past generations. Well, I think we question. And again, I think that, like you were saying, the internet kind of helps with this. We have this whole big world now, and we can see uh, so many other people go through the things we go through and things like that. And I think we question, is this okay? Should this happen? Is this normal? Is this acceptable? Like, things like that. When it comes to either growing up or work environment, relationships, whatever. Yeah, it's crazy, because, like... <laughs> I'm having like on again to talk about Clubhouse. I'm having conversation when well, I'm having conversations, but I'm listening to people in in London, Paris, South Africa, like people literally around the world, like having conversations. Like you would not talk to anyone 
in your life that's in, you know, South Korea or right. South Africa or something. Yep. Like, I would not know what someone is doing at that time frame or, or whatever and realizing, like, oh, that person is the same like me. They're working, living their life, whatever. Like, back during our parents' time, they didn't have this access to be able to, to be like, oh, I can, you know, talk to this person in London. I can have a friend in, uh, you know, in England or whatever. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on that note, to circle back to Elliot, I think, I hope, as generations continue, maybe someday people won't have to make a to-do of coming out. Because that's, I kind of see it as, it's a great thing. It's a happy thing that somebody can embrace that and they will be met with love from the right people and things like that. But then it's always met with the fear of the backlash. And I just think maybe someday, you know, maybe not our generation, but maybe two, three more down, it'll just be you are who you are. Well, so... I'm not sure if you remember this or if I said it to you or if I, I don't know, but I was watching little Nas X's new song, um, holiday. And I was like, I was listening and I'm like, yo, back maybe, uh, I mean, 10 years ago, it would be fine. Maybe like 20 years ago, no one in the rap side would like little Nas X. Like what he's wearing, like just, just right. like, he would not be accepted. Yep. But now he literally says in that song, like all the rappers respect him. Like there's no, no one's sitting here being like, like do your thing. Everyone sees him doing his thing and they support him. They like, it's no, there's no, like there's no bashing because of this guy um, being, being like a, it's kind of like back then in our days where they would look at like nerds as losers and they probably still do in high school. Who knows? But like, it's kind of like removing that out of, the rap world where they don't look at people that are different as being the losers. It's removing the stigma. Yeah. That's, and that's what I'm saying. I just, I hope we got, you know, grow into a world someday where you just grow up and you decide, you know, to say when you're ready, who you are like, yeah. and it's just okay. And like, it doesn't need to be this big. It'll happen. Coming out. It could just be that, Hey, you're, you're 13 and you just tell, you know, like, you just start wearing the different clothes or you start doing something openly. You don't have to, like, do, you know, it's so, I think it's so sad that a lot of people have to do things behind closed doors. They can't even in front of their parents or in front of their significant other or whoever. Yeah. You know, and so I think it could just be a thing where, you know, one day you're just like, I feel like wearing a dress. Mm-hmm. And it's not a thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it, it'll happen because, um, yeah, we're getting more and more accepting because it, it is what it is. Like, for example, again, not to get political, I'm not really trying to. I'm just showing examples how Joe Biden is like he he, he is doing what he's saying and having a diverse uh, group of people, no matter what race or gender you are, like everyone, everyone should be a part of the white house it should be it shouldn't be all old white men it should be uh white women black women spanish women asian women like ev this whole spectrum because that's what america is it's not just a, a set race uh not uh, is race the right word um set demographic color. yeah it's uh it's not just one like spectrum of whatever and i really dig that and that's kind of like what i hope 
continues to happen. We continue like you just said the other day how you were happy about them having like a woman. What is it? It's the it's the communications part of the White House. Like it's all women. It's all women. Yeah. Like again, that's never happens. And it's not all white women either. Yeah. Like all different. Like. And I I was so pumped. I saw a TikTok about it. I think it was uh, Kamala's niece. Is she the one who's blown up on TikTok? Oh, I think that's her niece. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, Mina. Huh. And um. And so she posted a TikTok about it, and it was, like, so inspiring. Yeah. I'm like, as a woman, that is so cool to see. Yeah. I'm like, and we're just going to work our way up. It's a start. It's a start, boo-boo. <laughs> All right. So we're going to hop into the next thing here. So I want to talk about this because it seems like it's a hot topic, and I really don't understand why. Why... Or our stories. I don't know if you want to call them Instagram stories, Snapchat stories, stories coming to every app. First, it was uh, Snapchat, essentially. Then Instagram took it, brought it to Facebook. Now Twitter has them calling them fleets. Uh, you just said Pinterest has these now. And now Spotify. I didn't know Spotify did. Um, I know that, like, I saw it on Twitter and I thought that was weird. Mm-hmm. And everybody the first day it came was like, what is a fleet? What is this? And they were mocking it, but now they use it. <laughs> and then yeah. there's Pinterest, which on my main business Pinterest, I do see a bunch of people using them just because I think, again, more businesses and like personalities and influencers and stuff are going to use these. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never watch them on Pinterest. That's not my like Pinterest of all places. I'm like. I, I'm trying to pin. I'm not looking at stories. I'm try- like, I don't know if you can repin a story. I'm not sure if that's a thing. But I'm just, everyone knows Pinterest is to look, go and plan for the future, get ideas, brainstorm, you know, things like that. And I'm like, I don't know. It's just very odd. And it's large. Like, it's a large circle at the top. I'm like, it's obnoxious. Yeah. Um. And then when you said Spotify... Why? So Spotify, this the is artists? like, it's artists, uh, it's not on their page, at least not yet. It's, like, if you go to, like, go on Spotify if you guys want to right now, and go to, like, Christmas Hits or Christmas Classics or something, and, like, there's, like, a little, you know, circle, of course, and it's, like, different celebrities talking about, like, the Christmas songs, and I assume it's only a matter of time before they implement it to like it being where you could pop up and, and go to any of your favorite rappers or pop uh, singers, whatever. And they can, you know, share their thing on Spotify and it kind of like lives forever on there, at least right now. Um, but I'm like, why? Yeah. Cause see, I don't see So when I went to the ho- the Christmas hits one, Gwen Stefani came up and I only see it on that playlist. Yeah, not... When I go to her, it doesn't show anything. Yeah, it's not an artist yet, but but I'm like, why? Why? Why did? Why is that needed? Like, I'm here to look for music, not for look for video of the people I, I like. Literally, like, I'm not there to see any. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. Just another way I, to keep you on the platform. But can we just talk about how this all started with Snapchat? And poor Snapchat <laughs> just got ripped off so bad. Like, I. Uh. Yeah, and no. Snapchat's bringing some other thing. They're bringing, oh, they're trying to compete with TikTok. 
little little uh, tangent here. So essentially, you could submit your videos to Snapchat, and you could put it be put on their explore page. It's different than Instagram, and you just <laughs> popping up there. You have to submit them, and then they get approved to be up there. So I mean, you you have a chance of getting more eyeballs looking at you if it has to get approved by someone. Um, but. Eh. Man, I, I stopped using Snapchat years ago, and honestly, I don't really care to go back. Yeah, I I have family and friends that still post things, so I, I peek on it. From I time do to too, time, and so. I literally never look at them. <laughs> I'm just like, let me see. I still like I'm logged in my account and everything, and I'll randomly get these notifications from them about like holidays and new features and crap. I don't care. Like I d- I just and honestly, I'm okay with that because I have so many platforms and accounts to keep up with it's insane that's the thing i the stories thing going everywhere is annoying because at least now with instagram and facebook because they're owned by the same company you can put one and it goes to both Mm -hmm. what they need to do is like one of the scheduler apps like where you schedule your instagram posts and facebook and all that stuff they'll need to maybe make a way to incorporate where you can post once and it go to all stories like on all of these different platforms because other than that i am not going to four or five platforms to put the same story that is so much work why don't you make the app and uh charge for it i don't got that type of time or money or technology Plus, I can guarantee if I'm if it takes me that long to make it, it's already going to be on one of those established apps, probably. Possibly. Exactly. By the time it comes out. So we are starting to see on some of the paid versions of like later, which is a popular one. um, You can now start scheduling your TikToks. Interesting. Which is a big, a big deal, because until then you can't TikTok's one of the only like platforms you could not schedule. You had to post it when you post. Yeah. So I know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I thought that was interesting. I don't know why stories are, are branching out to literally every single platform. Soon you're going to just have it on freaking like, are you going to go on CNN.com? You're going to see a story right there. They're gonna show you like thirty seconds of whatever news is happening. Probably. Like I don't. Probably. I don't get why. I mean, they already do that. They already do the little snippets on YouTube. So why wouldn't they? Oh god, don't giving out ideas. <laughs> I blame you. Um. So the next thing I want to talk about, which you may not have a lot of input on, but we'll see. So, are you familiar with these celebrity uh, fights that are happening? These boxing matches. I've heard of them. I do not know anything about them. What are your thoughts on this becoming like a thing uh, about, you know, celebrities, <laughs> men, male or female? When you say celebrities, you mean YouTubers, right? Ah, that's a, that's a micro celebrity, micro influencer, whatever you want to call it. It's I mean, still a celebrity in a sense. Okay. So what? They're just boxers now? That's pretty much what's happening. Nate Robinson got knocked out and laid out. and He got joked on like crazy. And yeah, Jake Paul, he's not, he's been boxing for the last couple of years now, but he's not like a, a professional boxer. But that's one person. How many people are doing what he's doing? It's becoming a thing. Because I'm like, if it's one person, okay, then you could argue that's his hobby he's getting into and he's going to start to explore that more. Sure. But if it's becoming a thing where there's like 10, 20 YouTubers popping up, and deciding to box, what is it a money grab at that point? 
isn't it always? Yes. But I'm but that's what I'm saying because I feel like there could be the few that genuinely just want to explore this as a hobby or as a career, but I I don't know. So you're telling me you wouldn't want to see a boxing match with Tati Westbrook and Shane Dawson? I mean, that makes zero sense. But okay. Okay, James Charles and Shane. Don't you have to be like similar weight classes? Okay. For it to be fair. I don't... I, I or, do, or does that go out the window with YouTubers now? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's a safety thing. I'm not sure. Eh. Can you imagine, though, like someone so, who's 250 going up against someone who's 120? So that doesn't seem I fair. I heard, I heard uh, Nate Robinson. So he's, he was on the, the Knicks, the, the basketball team. Um, And I heard that he's, how tall is he? He's probably about like five, five, seven, five, eight, probably, like around my height. And I'm not sure how tall Jake paul is but on his online it's he seems like he's like around my height not tall but on on google if you google search he's like six feet six one something like that so like there's already a height difference between him and nate robinson well that's true i wasn't even thinking height i'm more so thinking weight but i say that because if you yes weight yes but like height i'm thinking if someone's taller than you they probably have a longer reach than you and that's why some people were thinking like right jake paul probably had a longer reach than nate and then right. that's kind of maybe and if you don't know how to box if you are if someone like i would assume my arms are like longer than yours i don't know <laughs> maybe uh, but if, we're, we're just looking at them now but like boxing 101 you have to stay if someone has like longer a longer reach than you you have to get closer to them because it's less likely for them to be able to hit you. Like versus Mm. I guess what Nate was doing was he was staying, he was getting away from him. He wasn't like getting right at him, which then caused him to get laid out. And they were just making jokes. I mean, I'm sure you've seen memes where like people were just laying on the floor, like out, like, cause he was out. Yeah. You're sitting here like, Oh Oh! no, I think I've seen a a TikTok or a couple of TikToks and they used, yeah, he was just in the middle of the ring, just laying there. Yeah, he's out. He was out. I yeah, there was like a couple TikToks. See, I had no idea that it had to do with Jake Paul because I didn't even see him in the I mean, clip. It had to do with Nate Robinson, but yeah, Jake Paul was the catalyst to make that, that happen. Well, right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so so he it was funny because he tweeted, um, I think later that day he was like, "Oh, what happened? I'm up. Just got over." So, like, Stop. I'm like, oh, that's why I'm glad you. Stop. Like, the sense of humor. But like, yeah, this, the past weekend they were like really getting on the sky. I'm like, damn, he doesn't deserve that. Right. Um, I don't know. I just had to share that because I thought that was interesting, and it brings me back to celebrity deathmatch back in the MTV days. Do you watch that? Oh my god! Of course, of course. I don't remember. You probably didn't. You were too busy stuck on Disney Channel. Like so. Oh my god. So. Like, and excuse was... me, I was I did the trio of Nick Disney and Cartoon Network. Trish. Thank you very much. Trish. You did too. I expanded... wait. How old are we even talking? I expanded my. What are you talking about? How Celebrity old were we? Match. we? What? What? How old were we at that point? <sighs> Probably 10, 11, 12. Like Celebrity oh yeah, this match was out during like you know mid middle school, okay. high school time, like. 
Like I'm, I expanded my horizons clearly. Like horizons. you have not seen, you have not seen the Chappelle <laughs> show literally until we watched it for a brief period. Until okay. Chappelle said to, to boycott it, and it's not on Netflix, so I'm not gonna even go on another platform and watch it. Um, okay. How? Yeah, we've been through this, babe. How did you, you miss the Chappelle show? You have also missed several things, and I can't think of them right now. But we have had this conversation where you don't even know the celebrities exist that I know. So, yes, it's again different demographics. My because love. I'm not even gonna say that because that was gonna be a horrible joke. <laughs> See, I simply said different demographics, which is true. Which is true. Shows are marketed towards certain people, just like ads bro, on the internet. Bro, bro, the fact that you, uh, yeah, obviously, because here we are. You watched Will Smith. Maybe not a lot of it, not as much as I did, but you watch Full House a lot more. Where I'm sitting here and I watch Fresh Prince, yes, but I watched a lot of the other, I guess, what you'd call black shows like The Wayans Brothers, um, Again, Family Matters. Yes. Um, this is how things were Jamie Foxx show was kind of like before my time, but I still watch that when it was on. Martin, you know, all these shows. Okay. I'm still calling you uncultured. But get okay. But here's the thing: what, who, what, what, what runs the world? Full Girls. House. <laughs> Full House does not. <laughs> now Beyonce's in your head. Admit it. Full House does not run the world. That's the crazy thing. Like everyone's war. Everyone's talking about. I mean, they had an actual like what is it called revival? You know what? It's not my fault. Bill Cosby show would have had a revival if he didn't. I mean. Do what he did. <laughs> um, Awkward. I, I, that's another thing. I wish Family Matters would have had like something that Will Smith had that whole uh, bring mm. everyone back. Like, why not? Like, I can understand the Wayansburgers they're doing their own thing, whatever. And uh, pops passed away. I watched Family Matters when I was a teenager. I watched oh, like the reruns. So I actually remember what I I got into it one day. I was homesick from school, and I was like looking for a show to watch and i started watching it and i was like oh i like this or, and um, so yeah then i got into it then everybody hates chris i think we don't think of that because it was always on late at night but everybody hates chris like i feel like that was like a, a you know a good one it was i don't know you didn't watch it oh my god although Doug. i watched you doubted me i watched sister sister for some reason you thought i didn't watch that <sighs> I'm like, mm, that one was geared more towards girls, I feel like, so it makes sense. Yeah, you probably didn't watch Monique, though. No. <laughs> you know, there's so many black shows. It's not, I hate calling it black shows, but there's so many shows well, with Well, that the is black how cast. they were, I, and I feel like that's how they were seen back then. Yeah, like, back then. Made we're not be. We're not doing this. Black cast. That's what we're, that's what we're calling it. Um, what was the show I just thought of? Damn, I just thought of a show that you probably didn't watch. But yeah. Oh no! Here, that's yo. Don't I feel judged? So Thanksgiving, I remember your mom brought up like if I've seen like some episode at, uh, of a uh, of a uh, what <laughs> of Roseanne, and I'm like, no, I I I barely watched Roseanne because I always thought it was a boring show. Like it was so boring to me. What do you feel? I liked it. Like, I just, I felt... I, I, I liked it. I tried getting into when they first made the revival before they took Roseanne off when she was problematic. Um, but then I just never watched more of it. 
it was like I it's interesting looking back on a show like that because of stereotypes that they feed into like it what? was it was almost like we felt like it was more of the average family show because they were not seen as like a lot of the shows where they're in the bigger house and they have all this money and they have like all that stuff. They were more of like the blue collar, like he worked in, you know, the factory, like that kind yeah. of thing. So it was cool. But then like, I don't know. It's just the like straight up, like they're depicting white trash. Yeah. Is like, I look back at it. I, you know, I watched some of it again as I'm older and I'm like, huh. <laughs> So it's like one of those shows that I liked more growing up, but now I kind of see a little differently. Again, I've grown, see, and I can see things a little differently. His his Um, show that I'm sure we both can agree on. I didn't like the the whole bringing back of it was a Boy Meets World. Like watch the show all the time. Okay. Digged it. What do you mean with the not agreeing? I don't agree with the the Girl Meets World. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I was like, what? You know, I watched it. I did end up watching the whole Girl Meets World. I thought it was cute. There oh, were yeah. there were definitely some teachable moments that I think for growing again, like a teenager. And I think that yes, maybe it was a little more censored because it was on Disney Channel, whereas Boy Meets World was on ABC or ABC Family. Mm-hmm. But um, I do think it was still a good show for younger people. Yeah. Um, but yes, I agree. It's a little different than the original was. And I feel like a lot of shows that are coming out, they're kind of, they're, they're toned down and they have a certain, there's a certain formula for like these like sitcom shows. I don't know yeah. how we got into this tangent, but there's, <laughs> there's a, there's like a weird, like fluffy, like formula they put in. I just, I can't like that Carlos, not Carlos Mencia, Gabriel Iglesias yeah. show. I'm like, it seems interesting, but it's kind of just that set, like. Do something funny or whatever laugh and, track. Like, well, so, that's what I was like, gonna say. It's like laugh tracks every five seconds, and I just feel like it's not organic. Yeah, it's not. And I feel like the shows back then there was a lot more of a uh, of growth between the characters and like. Well, yeah, you no, grow with them. and that's the thing with like Boy Meets World was a perfect show for that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, like the real issues that they tackled and how they did it. Like I feel was different than what they do now. So mm-hmm. yes, that's why I feel like Girl Meets World was more watered down, but still like good for a younger age. Yeah. So um I'm not sure how much you care about this at all. As we move on to the next topic here. Probably probably don't care about it at all. Probably. <laughs> I hate you. Love you too. Um, so I thought this was really interesting. I didn't listen to his last album, but Machine Gun Kelly admits that Eminem killed his rap career. What? Is he sure that he didn't do that himself? Ah, that is funny. That is funny. Um, so I'm sure you know this by now, right? His last the back um, and forth. His what? The back and forth. What do you mean? That they did. I'm just saying his last album, the album that came out like a month or two ago. Um, do you listen to it or like hear a song off it or anything? No. Oh. Okay. Well, why would I do that? I didn't either, but I just off the gate already knew that like that sound was not a sound I want to hear. Um, because he was trying something different. I'm good. 
But essentially, I guess he put out an album before and like no one listened to it. Who? Wait, which one are we talking about? Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, yeah. So he put out an after Eminem's like the whole back and forth. He put out an album and exactly no one was really trying to hear it after that. <laughs> so he went with this pop punk type vibe and he. Again, you're not big onto it, so I totally get it. But like he's, you know, it's it is more pop punk, and he's wearing like uh he's painting his nails, like stuff like that, and mm-hmm. doing his own like vibe he's trying to create. And I'm like, okay, cool, but it's weird to me. It's weird to me when an artist is like, yo, this is what I did, and I've done this for because Machine Gun Kelly's been in the in the works for a long time and i'm just gonna switch it up because you know i beef with eminem and now i i don't have fans anymore i don't have a lot of people listening Mm -hmm. i feel like that is so weird i feel like i mean his mistake from the jump was even getting into any of this with him why you are like a little pea compared to an eggplant you know what okay. I mean? No, like the amount of time that you've been in this, the amount of success you've seen, like all of that. You know what I'm saying? Like he is way down here compared to someone way up here. The fan base at all of it. I'm like, I personally wouldn't do that because you know that the risk that comes with that is you could be squashed. Well, so this is interesting. Okay, so we're getting into something. It's it's juicing. So. <laughs> So, check this out. I brought up vegetables and now we're juicing. Would you say that Eminem and Machine Gun Kelly probably have similar fan bases? No. Uh, Before this pop punk thing? Him being a rapper? Well, yeah. So, I'm assuming it's primarily white people. I'm sure you have black people, Spanish I'm sure you have those sprinkled within both their fan bases. But, I feel like Machine Gun Kelly's fan base is probably more white heavy okay so when you go beefing with someone that everyone sees as like their favorite rapper had, so many people have have grown up with eminem right for then you Again. to go and diss someone where it's like ah, i'm gonna go well, with the that's other what guy. i'm saying you have this really young kid going after this seasoned successful person who has a following that's what i'm saying what do you think you have as a safety net compared like, to him? I think he thought that, you know, that he, he had his own fan base. He was going to be safe. I think he thought People, he really was going to win. Yeah, yeah, that's And so it's because here's the thing. I think the thought process in people's minds with something like that is this is it's more risk, more reward that this is a huge risk mm-hmm. and I may lose everything, but. If I win everything, mm-hmm. I'm set. Like this is gonna shoot me way up. I am. It's. I'm going. I'm gonna be away. the guy like, that finally killed Eminem yes, after. Yes, yes, exactly. Else. The clout, like all of that. Yeah. So, I think that's the thought process. And honestly, for me, if my career mattered that much, <laughs> I I wouldn't have made that choice. I, I agree. I wouldn't, especially being a younger. Here's the thing. I'm in that interesting in-between, right, in my career where I'm experienced enough that I'm not a beginner and I can back behind strategies and pricing and different things, but I also know my place that I am not nearly as seasoned as someone who's been in it for 30 years. 
I don't know as much as, as them. I haven't been through as many trends. I like, there's a lot between us. And so it's one of those, like, know your worth, but know your place kind of things. Because I know my worth as far as how far I've come, but I also know my place and how far I've yet to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to try coming for those seasoned people especially in a disrespectful way yeah yeah so that's how i see it i I value what i do too much to try that yeah 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 i just thought that was so funny oh man okay that that I know. I'm surprised that that conversation so, here, okay, went that here's, way. Okay, here's one thing. I'm trying to figure out how to, like, formulate this here. So, uh, if you're... Okay, I would consider you kind of, like, a casual fan of a lot of people. Yeah. If if Eminem and MGK were, were beefing at the time, and... did Okay, let me change that up. Do you think the beef that they both had swayed you to not even, like be curious to listen to a, a machine gun kelly song i mean personally because i'm so casual a listener to eminem and i also have never really listened i don't think at all to machine gun kelly it would it probably wouldn't have changed my mind at all i probably would have just continued to not listen to him and listen to my few eminem songs okay because i'm so like it's i'm not really for or against either of them you know like yeah, i'm kinda, just here <laughs> I, don't know, I feel like there may be some like slight bias because again you haven't heard him so you're like i don't know do i really feel like going down that road i mean true and also this is really random when i looked at that picture that you brought up he reminds me of the type of guys from high school i just wouldn't like <laughs> oh this the picture yeah i just he has that look that like i just would not mess with so like you know he would yeah he would definitely cheat on me like i just you know like (laughs) so i don't know and that's uh, that's totally a bias that's totally a bias because you know whatever eminem's like a dad now looks like a full-grown dad with his beard and everything so Man, obviously he's been a dad forever now he talking no, about i know Haley. i'm aware but <laughs> the look so i feel like that's just you know stereotyping but yeah okay there's that that's funny i know okay <laughs> all right so wrap so wrap this bad boy up here oh also if it's not obvious already if we're like heavy deep into this this episode but there's no youtube version um we set up a christmas tree and and our office is currently taking up space so we're trying to figure out how we're going to record video if that for like the next month um so yeah to be determined i guess um so lastly we're gonna get into some relationship advice here and this one is an interesting one this one is about uh this guy thinking that his girlfriend is wiping her ass with a magic eraser (laughs) sir where do you find these Uh, why are these on the internet (laughs) so this the guy you know you know hold on hold on so you go to the internet you can really learn a lot on the internet you know 
you can like practically do a whole degree on the internet. And then there's this side. There's this side. Yeah. It just all right. That so, amazes me. The guy's twenty eight, the uh, girlfriend is twenty five, and he goes on to say, My girlfriend who was a beautiful person recently moved in with me after two years of dating. This is the most I've ever been around her besides the few trips we took as a couple before living together and for the most part it's been great the first time we stayed overnight someplace i remember spotting a couple of magic erasers in her purse it struck it struck me as odd but i didn't want to be rude and i figured she just uh, brought them (laughs) to wipe down any dirty services in the room but the thing is i never saw her clean anything (laughs) On any trips, despite the magic erasers nestled in her purse. One time, I even purposely spilled a beer on the floor to test her. Oh my god, this is nasty. To test her, and all she offered was the hotel toilet paper. I felt bad after and told myself it was none of my business. But now, she lives with me. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. You didn't get to the bottom of this before that step? (laughs) Oh no. And I can't help but notice that there's a stack of magic erasers in the cabinet under there's the sink. a whole stack. I like way more magic erasers than anybody would ever need unless, of course, they were wiping their ass with them. To be fair, she does keep the bathroom pristine, but her body is pristine as well. So, you see the problem. It's maddening. I even left a tiny dot on the... T- oh my god. On the toilet paper in the bathroom to see if she used it and hasn't moved a centimeter. And all... <laughs> this guy is like crazy. And all this while the magic erasure stash under the cabinet steadily depletes. I mean, what the F do I do? This sounds like insanity. But the truth is... My... <laughs> truth is right in front of my eyes. What do I say to her? Is a woman's personal hygiene something I should even talk about? I wish I had a magic eraser for this whole shitty situation. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I'm confused. What? What is a magic erase? Wait. Oh! What? I just had a moment. The same thing you used to clean the sink. Yep. I had a moment. All this time you were reading it, I was thinking of magic markers. No! And I was thinking to myself, why would a marker do anything for you? Oh my god, no. Okay, now that I'm back. (laughs) For everyone that doesn't know, a magic eraser is like a sponge, it's white, it's... It's literal magic. I don't know what it does. Like, all the stains, like, on your walls, the sink, like, whatever you need to, like, clean. I don't know what's in it. It's probably nothing good, (laughs) but but it works. Um, Wow. Okay. So, my guess is what? She uses one each time she poops? But why? Doesn't that feel weird? And also... Why don't you reuse it? Does it... Ew. Oh, oh my god no. you'd have to rinse it out think about it and it'd be stained and no oh my god you know how much money she's throwing out the door i know these, these things are not cheap they're not because again they're like magical so she um, found out that that i mean here's the thing 
in a pandemic, whatever you gotta do when the toilet paper goes away, sure. But it sounds like this is just her. That's the problem. She can't even blame the pandemic. What is she gonna do when the like finances become one and she's like, Well, I gotta allot some money for my magic erasers. You know, I, I do a lot of cleaning. And she's like, But I, I don't see you clean at all. I I, I clean the bathroom. I like how someone, tw- they quoted, my girlfriend, who's a beautiful person, already trying to justify what's coming. <laughs> like, I, so, I don't know, to be honest. And here's the thing. I sure hope she's only using it on the back end. Because I cannot imagine mixing this in my lady bits so and what that could do take those interesting because again comment. chemicals someone was like are you sure they aren't just pads for her periods but i'm like it, it would what but that again again hold on <sighs> honey if you have a heavy flow they make pads and tampons and all that good right? stuff for heavier flows there's all there's a plethora a plethora of options out there and the cups and everything now. Um, again, even if you were to use them just as a pad and you're not like aggressively wiping, I still feel like you're putting a chemical product that is not made for your very sensitive area on that very sensitive area. <laughs> I feel like you could get infections or something. So we talked about, I feel like we talked about this, maybe I'm wrong, a while back of another relationship topic about a girl that used to use socks. Remember this? She used to use socks um, and her boyfriend would find find the socks missing. Yes. Or was it? She would buy, yeah, buy a lot of pairs of socks and then he started finding his uh, his socks missing. Yeah. And yeah, he found out that she was using it to like wipe herself with. So it's kind of similar to that one. Yep. That's kind of weird. What would you do in that situation? Would you would you confront me or confront your significant other if uh, if you noticed that like? Honestly, I probably would. Yeah, you probably would. I, I yeah, because one, it's me, and two, we live together at this point, and like, what is? Would you be okay just with it? Different. I again, I would be concerned that this is not the healthiest option for you. How do you know that? It's magically delicious. Okay, now, now, sir, we're just mixing in too much. Um, no, I'd, I, yeah, I'd probably come at it with concern because, especially long term, that can't be good for you. Maybe it was, who knows, maybe, you know, no, because I wanted to justify it and say maybe it was something she had to do growing up because they they didn't have the money or whatever. But let's be real, magic erasers are probably more expensive than pads. Or you could just get a shirt, or an old shirt, some white t-shirts, anything. That's cheap options. I mean, those will soak through incredibly fast. I don't know how you know this, but we're not even gonna go there. Because how do? Huh? <laughs> I'm a woman. How do I know this? Because I. Oh, you're see... talking about for periods. I'm yes. Not talking about for that. I'm talking about for wiping the butt. Oh, I was talking for period no, products. Bro. Because, like, pads and stuff are so multi-layered. I mean, all women know that when we've been in a pinch, we have to use toilet paper, like, to line our underwear. And that's always a risk because it's so thin. So it's like, 
I don't know. I feel like if I ran into this issue, I'd probably wait. A, a, like, you just moved in. I'd probably give it a cool few months. Kind of kind of see what happens. Maybe even, like, I don't know. Like, I would see how, like, how much this is, like, depleting. And maybe take, like, the last one or two. And then when you say, like, oh, what happened to them? I'll be like, oh, I used them to clean, you know, clean the bathroom or something. Are we yeah. sure? Right. Hold on. I just had another thought. Are we sure she's just not obsessively cleaning? They, she, like, bro, he just broke this down to you saying that, like, Pat and when we went on a trip, she, he even spilled um, a beer to see. She right, didn't clean it. Right, like, right, right. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying, trying to shoot this girl bail. I'm trying to think of all options because I don't know. It's just so interesting and I don't understand it. Unless she truly does. Maybe she doesn't feel clean with toilet paper. But the magic eraser is I mean, they make wipes. Oh, no. It's crazy to me. It might be a deeper thing. Like, maybe she just really doesn't feel. Darker criminal link. Other than nothing, I'm a weirdo. Don't don't mind. You are. <laughs> All right, I think we're gonna wrap that one up. I'm not trying to be detective over here and figure out why someone's using magic erasers, but I do want to say that I hope to, at least this month, get in some more like, you know, as we move into 2021, I hope to talk about what our future goals are. I know we did that at the beginning of this year, and then you know that kind of went down the drain as nine months. <laughs> Let's all laugh and cry at the same time together. We were stuck in the house. <laughs> but uh, I want to talk about that, and you know, maybe, I'm not sure how, how long of an episode it would be, but give her an overview of like how a year of marriage has been. Because that's coming up. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's been pretty bad. Um, What? Hello? What? What are you staring at? I mean, no one heard that, but okay. What? You had you gotta talk louder. Rude. I said rude. I whispered rude. Because like, yeah, like it cuts off at a certain like mm-hmm. octave with mm-hmm. the noise. You know, mm-hmm. power. The mm-hmm. power of noise mm-hmm. canceling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our anniversary actually falls on when our next podcast will. So this one go out. No, not this one. The one after. Well, it looks like we're tackling some things. So, all right. Well, guys, you know what it is. Um, I, you know, normal service announcement here. If you are listening on iTunes, please give us a rate and review. We would appreciate it. Five stars. Five stars. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, you haven't done it in such a long time. I wasn't ready. Check out our Etsy shop, A Good Feeling Apparel. The link is in the description. We have a lot of uh, holiday items, things like that. We've been getting a lot of orders coming through, so that's dope. We appreciate it. Um. So, yeah, check it out. Link in the description. And, of course, if you want to share your thoughts um, on this podcast or just anything in general, you can send us a voice message through anchor.fm or you can email us at pageinthesimpsons at gmail.com. Everything is in the description. Pow, pow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that being said, guys, we're going to close this bad boy out. Once again, I'm Shadell, co-host of Page on the Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife, Lauren. We see you guys next week. Bye. Peace out. That was a Titan Cast episode.